welcome back to another episode of Warped the Unanswered. Well, shit. <laughs> you, you really get have problems stumbling it's through the hard. intro sometimes. Well, I mean, Warped the Unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. Yeah. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Aaron. Philippe. And today we are welcoming in a special guest. Uh, Louis Reyes is here with us today. We're watching some Star Trek together. How are you doing, Louis? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. So before we started the show, you were just about to tell us about an episode of Too Close for Comfort that really sticks <laughs> okay. out in your head. So here it is. And it that was the sound episode, of like a million yeah, <laughs> dials going off. Turning it was off. an episode about male rape, which I thought was a really interesting. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. So what happened was Tonight J.J. On a Bullock. Very special Too Close yeah. for Comfort. That's exactly what it he I was. Just, he was ahead, right, but they even made a joke about the male rape, which I was like kind of horrified by. What happened was that Jim J. Bullock's character, Monroe, got, yes. got raped and uh, told Ted Knight. Ted Knight says, well, we have to confront them. By a woman. And he goes, he, yeah, by a woman. He goes, there was a small one and a large one. And this... They knock on the door. This lady opens it. She's enormous. And he goes, oh, no, the little one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That is so terrible. It is so, terrible. Like, I, like, all kinds of ways. I was already kind of like, you know, it's like 12 or something. Sure. So I was already kind of bothered by the fact that there is this male rape thing. The fact that they threw a like a bad like a joke, into it. joke into it. Yeah. Well. Body shaming in there. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, Woo. Is it we're going to great watch story. That. That's how we're starting off. Exactly. <laughs> is it okay to body shame rapists? I'm today? so yeah. glad that's we why saved people that. come to li- that's why people listen to Warped. It's for their yeah. our our invite not to hear about Star Trek about too close to comfort us. Yeah, it's totally so, but welcome to the, hear, the intro watch, on the edge of forever. Since we're watching Star Trek, we might as well start the episode. You lost them with too close for comfort, but you brought them back in with male rape. Yeah. So and you're doing the countdown. Right? Today we are watching uh season on Netflix, season one, episode twenty nine, The City on the Edge of Forever. Colon Bones got, has a bad uh, day. <laughs> Fifty minutes and twenty five seconds on the clock, so Grab a drink, uh, get ready, and I'll be starting play in three, two, one, play. You just said a phrase that I thought was, uh, oh, I mean, Aaron <laughs> said a phrase that I just thought was interesting. Ooh, that, uh, there's the uh, red uh, blinking light. <laughs> no, That's yeah, our other favorite character. His name is Bleepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're Screedy. I haven't actually seen Screedy. Uh, well, it's, in in the, it's not in this episode, okay. but in the next episode, okay. he is prominently featured. Yeah. So uh, also, I really like the last episode I listened to you guys do, uh, you were complaining about the idea they had, they had no seatbelts and yet they get jerked around <laughs> <Right>. a lot. <laughs> yes. I love that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because Ralph Nader was like, I don't know, 3,000 years ago? How did they do time yeah. on the show? <laughs> That's right. It's 3,000 years in the future. How do we not have a solution for space's most predictable problem? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sulu goes down. Sulu goes down a lot. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. You know why I knew this was a good episode, though? How's that? Why? His eyeshadow is terrific on. Oh, and uh, Sulu has some major eyeshadow. Yeah. You can tell the episode's going to be extra spicy depending on his eye makeup. Sulu looks really great as knocked out dude. (laughs) I mean, he's a very What about this guy in the foreground, guys? I've seen worse other guys up there. (laughs) He looks like Tom Denson, dude. He does. He's not the worst looking person to sit in that Uh, chair. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And and Bones, Bones, like, kind of, kind of, 
one See, of the, check yeah, it out. That is some amazing eyeshadow. Yeah, right. Eye I wish um, I could pull that This off. is like this is like. Uh, Oh, so it's the shit he's trying to give him. Gorgeous. Yeah. Right. And he gives him a, look how he gives him a he slight amount, and that makes him gleefully happy. Yeah. Right? And it, but when Bodes gets, gets a heavy dose of that, it, it turns into a maniacal lunatic. Yeah. Right. Yep. Bones has a bad day. It's pretty fascinating. Colon Bones has a bad day. <laughs> colon Bones. That's what you said. I'm just, I just thought of thinking about Colon Bones. And now, <laughs> is, this, is this the episode... I know the the, the main. Oh, thing. there it goes! Yeah. Oh, the, he gets oh, a that's that's how he, he gets a he gets oh. a, a yeah. overdose gets of that. the happy medication, <laughs> the giggle juice. I watched this Pulp last night to try to scene. research for it, uh-huh. and I was falling asleep because it was really late. I, I, and I sort of missed how. Oh my god! Well, I think so I think I, it is an interesting commentary on happiness, though, because again, a little bit he's happy. An overdose takes you all the way around to sheer anger. Yeah. But I think also part of it is just it's bones, and he does. This is him being happy, and, he, and he's paranoid, right? He constantly says murderers and killers. He's having a psychotic episode. He really believes that people are hunting him down. I think the drug just brings out what's already in you, yeah. right? So yeah, that, the secret, bones is already kind of crazy. This is, this is like a, at the end of like the Disney version paranoia. of this. There was no drug in there any at the whole time. It, <laughs> it, was, was, all all it was all in your head. It was all in you, Peter. So now we're at the uh, credits. So let's give the specs so on IMDb. This is season one, episode twenty-eight, "The City on the Edge of Forever." Original air date April 6, nineteen sixty-seven. When a temporarily insane Dr. McCoy accidentally changes history and destroys his time, Kirk and Spock follow him to prevent the disaster, but the price to do so is high. Yes. Now, uh, Aaron, would you like to venture a guess as to what the IMDb score on this episode is? Well, based on the eyeshadow, I'm going to say a nine. Oh, yeah, it should All be right. really sure high. It's pretty high. It's Har- got to be the highest I'll one. say nine five. Harlan Ellison wrote it, too. It's the most famous one of it's them all. It's supposed to be the best Star Trek uh, episode of all time. It's got a 9.3 oh. out of 10. The it best is Star the Trek highest ranked yeah. uh, Star Trek. Stop after this one, guys. It doesn't get. It's all downhill. <laughs> I don't think there is a higher ranked one on IMDb. No, there couldn't be. And I, I saw, I was looking at trivia on it, and it's. It gets ranked as the top episode by Star Trek fans all the time, too. Yeah. Wait, oh, that know, guy's good looking. How'd that happen? Uh, he's, he's got two speaking lines. He's in a red shirt. His father's an executive. The red shirt started <laughs> yeah, to get... Oh, normally they look like that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh right. this is the judo chop. Oh, yes. Remember he goes oh, yeah. other... This is like really precise judo mm-hmm. maneuver he does. <laughs> He's down. It's like yeah. a double chop. Use that oh, medical yeah. knowledge yeah. to target his pressure mm-hmm. points. Knowledge kind of like formulating like a beautiful mind style in his head right there. He's like all the... And then, of course, the guy who's terrified of the transporter gleefully jumps into the transporter. Now, again, he was kind of maniacal and paranoid, but he was very measured and calm. Now, he's got a plan. Okay, did anybody doing. notice that Uhura still had a pen and paper pad just when he walked by? <laughs> <She did? laughs> he's like, uh, you know, no, you're not a secretary. You're a communications officer. <laughs> oh, in this scene, you're going to have a pen and paper, and when you're going to, like... Have your knees like roll by the camera? Yeah. Well, I would go back to like McCoy's motivation though, because he does. He's like maniacal, crazy. He thinks everybody's hunting him down, but then he kind of very calmly goes in, goes out of the planet. What was he expecting to do? Yeah. (laughs) And why is he doing it? He doesn't realize what's there, right? He doesn't know there's any kind of right, right. Yeah, I guess he just believes that everybody on the Enterprise are murderers. I must get off the Mm -hmm. off of the ship. I just any way possible. I just need to get off this ship. 
I know there's an episode of Deep Space Nine that uh-huh. talks about a planet that had some kind of a time warp thing that they could jump through uh-huh. that oh they've God. since closed off and they go back to it. Is this that episode or is there another one? It's got to oh, be this it's one. It's got to be this one. Okay. Jeez. Oh, and I've, it's been a long time since I've watched Deep Space Nine, but I would love to be able to <laughs> watch it with you. But I feel like there's another. Well, come back in 20 years. Yeah, sometime right, around exactly. 2035. You'll be married to Haley we'll Mills. In- <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. You'll I'll have a lot of leisure time. Please. I'm going to beat you out. No, and we'll have just be, we'll just go, be starting Deep Space Nine. Oh, yeah. He says on the order of 10,000 centuries, he couldn't have just said a million years. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, so Harlan Ellison wrote this. Oh, here's the gateway. Which, uh, we should all uh, take Drake a moment. Uh, Harlan Ellison. Who man. passed away recently. May he rest away. in peace. The greatest American science writer. And, and a notorious crank. Just litigious and... Oh, yeah, yeah. And, well, he was suing... Still about this episode, and and as of to, very recently, wow! I went through a big Harlan Ellison phase when I was a kid and read a bunch of his like because he wrote like a million essays in addition to all the short stories, and his essays are just angry screeds against <laughs> fan culture word, and Gene Roddenberry, and basically because they rewrote his original script right, for this right, episode, right. and he thinks they basically ruined it, mm. so he's like. How shitty a doctor is McCoy that well, he stabs himself with a syringe? Is, like I also this guy's supposed to be like one of the, the best doctors this is in the, the world. This is the best part. Yes. I was reading the, the what I guess the original storyline was about <laughs> the crewman that, that that goes crazy <laughs> was selling drugs. Yeah, on the on, on the set. On, Harlan no, Ellison's no, no. version. That was the story. Oh, he was selling drugs, was selling on, drugs the on the Enterprise. On the Enterprise. Oh wow, yeah. that was that it was, was the plot. That was the plot. It wasn't supposed to be bones. It was Harlan Ellison's some other... version of this is very different. And <laughs> is there, is his original script available to read? Yeah, they oh, published man. it. Really? Yeah. Oh God, I would love to read it. And apparently, he wanted to have another name put. Yeah, oh, really. Wanted, like his and, alias. And, well, and it wasn't his alias. It was the Alan Smithy of writers. Oh, uh, right, yeah. right, right. And and Roddenberry knew that, yeah. so he wouldn't let him do it. Mm-hmm. He forced him to put Harlan Ellison right. as in writing Ooh. credit. How do you? This is another. And thing. then of course he wins that? like all kinds of like science fiction awards for this teleplay. Mm-hmm. And right. Like, yeah. yeah. But he still shits on it every chance he got. Like he just complained I about. I admire Star Trek that about him. He's a purist. Can I ask a quick question? This is the first episode that I've seen your Uhuru. That's um, hard to pronounce. Uhura? Uhura. Uh, your, yeah. Outside. <laughs> yeah, she, she came down to the planet, right? Yeah, she, she's she not has, usually like, on the. She's usually the on the ship. I haven't seen her off the ship. And this is. I don't know. I don't think this too. is the first time she's ever it's gone in a landing crew, but it is rare. You're it's right. Third. I mean, I don't. Okay. Because, yeah. Normally she's in the background pushing buttons. <laughs> So oh, Harlan, Harlan Ellison got brought in to pitch for the screenplay of the first Star Trek movie. Oh, really? Which I guess we would talk about eventually someday if we ever get someday around to Someday in about five years we get to the first movie. Because mm-hmm. you're doing them in order of being yep. made, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 aired. Aired. <clears throat> Air date. No, 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 no but, uh, but the Star Trek movie. Though. Yeah, we won't yeah, get yeah, to yeah. it. Well, until again, 19, the, yeah. the release date release, would be the yeah. date I use for the, for the chronology. 
See, I'm looking forward to those in about 10 years when we get into Next Generation. Mm. And at some point in time, as a special treat, we'll get a Star Trek movie oh, in between right. the one, episodes. They'll pop up every once in a while. I think, five I think we can get Will Wheaton for that one. You know, we'll get him in here. He'll so, so I think it, it is interesting that through the, through the, the doorway, uh, we're looking at the history as told by Paramount's uh, stock footage. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is human history. A lot of, I've seen a lot of horses. Do Paramount stock footage. <laughs> that is precisely Library. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> why is uh, his, why doesn't color come through that? Because <laughs> <laughs> the past was in black and white. The gateway, right. the gateway looks like the television from the Flintstones. <laughs> this is another thing I want to say. Like. He says, I cannot do anything. I cannot change anything. I can't even stop you guys from jumping in this, but I am the guardian. How is he guarding anything? <laughs> you know why like Uhura... He just sign over you know like why? a stepladder or something. <laughs> like, I can't actually do anything, but I'm letting you know. Yeah. Stepladders are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> I'm the guardian of disbelief. I'm making sure you oh my actually... God. He's like that he HR awful. person on The Office, right? <laughs> like completely ineffectual, but his name is... But this is the first... This is the second time on the show where alien races created video screens that were not in perfect rectangles. Yeah. Look like, how bad... Security guys are. They're just like, yeah. oh, I guess he's going. All of their. Oh yeah, I love that. That he was obviously in mid jump, but they really just cut back to him like what he's already <laughs> down. Yeah, yeah. Just get on your knees and fall forward a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Security guys just let him go. <laughs> oh well, sorry. Yeah. I'll just die if I got. And now the reason Uhura yeah. and Scotty came down with the with the rest of the gang is because Spock and Kirk are going to go back in time, and somebody has to be on the planet to. Convey the rest to of watch. The plot. Them go. Sure. Well, all that it has is when well, they come back, they the just back. go. Why are you back? It's only been a few seconds, <laughs> right? Yeah, they don't really bounce between them and where yeah. Spock and Kirk are. This is the great when they jump back they in time. Sort of do, don't they? Because don't they realize the no. Enterprise is gone? Well, they do it right now. That's oh. all done right now. Before they jump, once they jump in, they don't show Anything Uhura else. and Scotty until they come back. Until they're back. Yeah. Oh, all right. But look on. Well, fine. Look at Kirk, sorry to blow up your whole theory. I had a great theory. Going. I think they just, just wanted main characters <laughs> on the planet when they came back. Shatner probably requested Nichelle Nichols to be there to welcome him when he That's got back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, look. He, they slowed down the mm-hmm. footage because they didn't. <laughs> oh. Just a little bit of slow motion. Yeah, just a little slow motion <laughs> as he looks the up at the stars. Was longer back then, because yeah. he's like, I would be able to see the Enterprise if it was up there. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be able to I love how he has he gives no star date because they're lost in time. Yeah. Right. Ooh, you, <laughs> star you think date, they actually star date that or? unknown. He says that star date unknown. <laughs> but the, I love the look on Shatner's face when they go back and he finds out he looks around and realizes sort of what time he's in. <laughs> and it's clearly like you know, it's obviously depression era United States. Yeah. That that brings him glee. That he's gone back to the Depression era of uh-huh. the U.S. Yeah, that's such a secret fan of mint julep. <laughs> well, also, I <laughs> love how they for. list. They list. Oh my God! It's like it could be you know anywhere, any you know any time, and yet it's on the same square block in yeah. the exact same oh, hour. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Spock's got it timed like yeah. Real he time. figures it Least out. Math. Pretty, well, yeah, he he figures it out almost. He's able to put them back exactly a week ahead of time. There's always crowds in the past. Do you notice that? There's always a big gathering and they're like moving around fast. 
It's yeah. kind of like nobody's t- chilling. It's a lot of war. Yeah. A lot of war. It's like tomorrow is yesterday, where they just manually time their slingshot around the sun to get back to their own time. Right. It's like, okay, we gotta go now. Well, actually, that's exactly what he does here, right? When yeah, they yeah, jump yeah. in, he's like, There's... "Okay, Captain, now. we're gonna jump in <laughs> three, yeah. two, one." Down the, right down to the nanosecond. Yeah. Matt, what do you think about the bloat this time? He looks all right yeah. in this one. I think he, he avoided looks a salty. Bit. I'm sorry, maybe a little bit uh, bloated like for Kirk bloat. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Kirk bloat. We, we, we measure each other. We do the, the, the bloat watch every episode. <laughs> That's good. You can sort does. of tell how many times he's been to the craft service table on any given episode. Yeah. Yeah, he knew this was going to be a big one. He had to get himself in good shape because he knew Joan Collins was going to be in the Yeah, episode. I mean, he's got a real hot... <laughs> and it's new. Uh, look, look how excited he is. <laughs> Kid McCook and Mike Mason like, are... Oh, like, well, I'll, be, I'll be damned. We, <laughs> oh my God, we jumped into the Paramount backlog. <laughs> right into well, the what backlog. year was he born? Uh, Shatner? Shatner? No. Kirk. Yeah. Kirk. Twenty. Uh, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't nineteen thirty. Twenty-one. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't know if these are like. Gotta, he's got to be like three hundred years older than this era. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Okay. Even but this is the. I love how they're quite like, barbaric. They're, they're two like, old women who are like. How they act casual around the. People oh yeah, they just kind of hide. Yeah. <laughs> But also, like, seriously, just they turn said, and face the it's wall. so barbaric, and they see these two pleasant old ladies just walking <laughs> down the street, like, uh, yeah. terribly barbaric, after we just watched, like, wars happen <laughs> in the black yeah. and white television. There was, was ticker tape. <clears throat> They're going to need some clothes. So I get wherever this was filmed. Look eventually, at that. <laughs> <laughs> eventually. Their act casual yeah, is fantastic. Like, Eventually, uh, there's a scene where they walk past uh, uh, Floyd's barbershop. From the Andy Griffith show? It is the an- Floyd's barbershop from the Andy Griffith show. Perfect. <laughs> this is all like Star Trek Four kind of. Like, they almost get hit by a car. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. They have they to got, find yeah, I mean, some clothes. Because like, the first time travel one, the one where they go... They don't 60, spend that 60s. much time in the past. I didn't understand this line. We'll steal from the rich and give the, back to the poor later, meaning we're stealing from the poor. Yep. <laughs> to give to the yep. poorer. This time, we'll sort it out. <laughs> He's like, look, don't argue with The me. poor hang their clothes up outside. What can I say? Yeah. It's like, Spock, we, we have to whip. Yeah, we have to steal clothes. for the poor. They're easy to steal from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're the ones who leave their Still stuff just yeah. lying around. Yeah. Computers. <laughs> What? Nobody ever steals from me. I'm poor. <laughs> this is the first time. They started the trend of stealing from the poor. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> this has got to be an Irish cop. He actually doesn't have an Irish accent. I was no, totally no. expecting him to have it, too, before he, he spoke. He totally I'm looks like, like, it's like it's Sergeant O'Shamus. Yeah, Sergeant O'Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> because because they couldn't do that because he didn't stumble up drunk, right? They do a Every lot. time well, they show an Irish person on the show, he tells him he's a My Chinaman. friend is oh, obviously a Chinaman. I see you've noticed so the ears. <laughs> we, we drink to the racism. And then he makes up this whole story about like getting his head his stuck head in a combine or in something. A rice picker. <laughs> no, yeah, a it's rice a rice picker. <laughs> it's a rice picker. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one. 
Four. And it's resulted in these, you know. And again, there was really an American missionary. Yeah. Because yeah. if it was in China and up to Chinese doctors, they could have done anything for him. Luckily, there were American missionaries there to save his ears. So why 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 would he be near a rice picker? It yeah. seems like if you had rice, he's, it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, crowd of okay, casual so onlookers. I'm just going yep. to drop in the RPG beat really quick. Um, this, this is a rare instance of Kirk failing his bluff test. <laughs> uh, he rolled well, but uh, not well he enough. He rolled well, but and not well enough. he had to enough. flee the situation. Yeah. He failed his persuade role. So, of course, the muscle had to step in. And, and I, li- I like that they think that, that if they just get out of of the way that that they're safe but i mean like what is more conspicuous than them running running, yeah, <laughs> running down the street did anybody see the only people in color <laughs> right right yeah. now they're like else has brown oh good clothes. if we're in a basement if you yeah. see two we're people safe. with bright yeah. colors it's the modern video game mentality if you evade the authority for a significant amount of time you're an innocent again And I, uh, nice. Oh, right. deep V. Ooh, yes. wow. Don't button that top button. <laughs> unnecessary. Button. Is that some unnecessary uh, uh, Kirk yes. nudity? I mean, All right. Have uh, a drink, that everybody. Barely. That barely. Now he's, we know he's hairless. He's definitely... I just want a drink, Matt. Don't ruin my fun. Oh, he's buttoning He didn't up. start hairless. I'm sure he shaved <laughs> that. That was breaking. This is the first episode where they show Look how good Nimoy spots, looks, though. Uh, Nimoy's uh, uh, body in his, hair. In his high waisted jeans. They show, I guess they at some point in time, they show Nimoy's. He's got chest mom hair. jeans. <laughs> the Vulcan waist is two to four inches above the human waist. <laughs> also, you know, uh, Spock gets really kind of ornery and sarcastic in this episode, too. Remember? Does he? When, when he starts building the machine and, 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 and Kirk is kind of like on his ass about it, he keeps on going, I'm trying to build this with bearskins and knives. It's like, it's just really like, yeah, he's very bitter about the barbaric time that we're, that they're in. And, and again, I, I love how yeah, but Kirk, also Kirk like gets on to, his ass about it. Like, yeah, Kirk he is. Like, like I'm doing the best I can. Dude. And Kirk, and Kirk gets him to do it by like insulting. Yeah, him. yeah. yeah. It was he basically tells him. Well, him into well, it. you don't think you can do it? I guess passive he, aggressively yeah. like tricked him into doing it. There she is, hey, Joan Collins. Joan Collins, there everybody. She. Oh yeah. Now, see, you could probably have Joan Collins. Um, I'm pretty sure she passed away not too long ago. Did Jackie she, Collins she? passed oh, away. Okay. I think Joan's still alive. Okay. As we were talking about. Either octogen- way. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, she's still alive. Jeez. Okay. That's good news. She's 85. Yeah, and he's just Probably truthful with her, right? Forty-year-old. I love that. It's like he's like, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm tr- I'm I'm being truthful. We totally stole these from poor people. They're probably going to suffer yeah. and start and, and freeze to death. Um, but I've told you the truth. So, are we okay?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we're cool." <laughs> Ah, he's got the... Look, he looks very green. John Collins had affairs with both Harry Belafonte and 22-year-old Warren Beatty. All right. Well, the Warren Beatty one, I'm not surprised. Hasn't he had had affairs with with everybody? Yeah, he slept with everybody. How old was was she when he was 22? Well, I don't know. They're about the same. Warren Beatty's a young man. If she's 85, he might be 80. Something. No? Warren Beatty? I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. He's, he's seven. Uh, he's I, I bet he's getting closer to 80. 
I mean, he this was is in his thirties in the seventies. She's clearly right? in her twenties, right? He was younger than that in the thir- in the seventies. Mm. She's got to be ten years older. Than so, Warren Beatty's eighty. Oh, I love oh, this! Like, thank uh, you. This extra here. This extra. I have been beaten. That's like yeah. showing them how to get to their he was in tables. His 20s and he, 60s, he does it twice because they're not going fast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Collins tables was of this thirty-four way. when this episode. Really? Wow! Wow! What amazing genius! What a lot of. 34. I was going to say she looks great for 34, but like, I'm 43. I'm hoping I look at all right. <laughs> well, I always put the soft focus, but I'm sure she looks great. So Kirk actually falls in love with her character in this episode. Yeah, yes. Very quickly. And but, very passionately. And yeah, yeah he's and that's emotionally the, connected. That's very different because usually it's always a woman from the past. That's true. This is really the first woman he's meeting that he falls in love with and of course like the the uh the way you can actually eat for well free she there, is a woman from the past jacob yeah. <laughs> you have to listen to her lecture That's right. about but her lecture get... isn't that terrible like i can imagine that there is there are worse lectures to have when you are down and out being preached on by yeah did she, yeah did usually it would ever... be about like the temperance society or something like that religious right? i don't know it never she really gets religious about how she just talks about we can be better. Oh, she's actually goes. That's right. Her whole thing is about we can be better, so better that we can s- right. create. We because can she split the atom. a pacifist movement. We can right. split yeah. the atom, and someday, and if we just stop being war, well, yeah, that's the whole point, right? Yeah, <clears throat> she has to die. Spoiler alert. Yeah. What? Yeah. In yeah. order for, in order. <laughs> I think you mean Jack. Now, Joan Collins. <laughs> Joan Collins doesn't Jackie actually die. But this is the thing, the, right? That, the character the whole point, she plays, obviously. Like, her, her whole point is that through pacifism, yeah, we right. can create these great things. This is what I really. The show yeah. says the opposite yeah, is true. What, how, what a the comment- only way we can get to this level is through war. What a commentary on pacifism this episode is. Yeah. It's like no. <laughs> the whole point is that she has to die so that the pacifism movement well, dies with not, her. I hope Star Trek has never been a har- pacifist show. I, I mean, they shoot people That's all true, the time they do. I hope that Harlan Ellison, I mean, probably used the same thing, but then kind of backed it up. Like, the du- make a big commentary about the duality of man, right? Mm-hmm. That it's peace and war, nature are constant kind of, like, struggle with each other. And I would have loved that to be kind of what happens here, but they I, only I have reading, an hour. <laughs> they were, they were talking, I guess in, in the original one, like, Spock, because it it's it it ends up being Kirk who makes the decision to let her die. Right, right. Mm. He's he's the one that, and and I guess originally it was Spock, Harlan Ellison's version. Oh, Spock, Spock was the one keeps who, him from saving her. Right. Yes. Yeah, in a way, it's actually like, more true to their characters, but nobody was ever true to their characters. I feel like McCoy uh, showing up is just kind of like a, a whatever. <laughs> well, he is because he just shows up and then she dies. Yeah. Like, well, well, he shows oh, up. Oh, no, that's true. She's, he's he's, nervous, he's there for a while. Here's another that's thing: right. when McCoy shows up, he looks like ass, man. He has like yeah. red splotches over his <laughs> yeah. and no one is going. Oh, he might have a highly contagious disease. Yeah, he looks like, like, like he's suffering guy. from like Ebola <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, does she have an American accent when she's talking? No, no. she has an English uh, accent. Okay. Uh, yeah, what right. flop? 
That's, I know what a flop is <laughs> because I was just told. And Spock, you don't know. You know everything, Spock. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Why did they tell that guy for a why, why That's awesome. That Homeless miner. Those yeah, are exactly. those are the things that happen when you've got fifty yeah, minutes to fill instead of <clears throat> instead of forty five. Also, maybe that guy was like on like Bonanza or something. Yeah, they're like, like going, Gabby "Hey, Hayes just wandered in from yeah. the wrong set." <laughs> they 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 make a big deal to hide his ears, right? Yeah. He constantly puts the hat on to hide his ears from her. But his eyebrows would also be... Uh, it, it hides his eyebrows. Too. No, it doesn't. Uh, kind of. The last time yeah. he was wearing it did not hide... This, you're thinking about Voyage, uh, Star Trek 4. This, this guy wears yeah, the yeah, headband yeah. that covers this, up this the eyebrows. This guy is working because nobody looks a longshoreman in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's safe. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So here he is kind of like uh, building this machine. Yeah. He needs that his platinum guy. That he's been, been the, shaved the into building. Is the machine supposed to get him back? No. The sh- machine is supposed it's to tell them machine. what... Uh, yeah, it, it's it's to play back the recording. Oh, trying to figure of the out history so they can figure out what they need to change. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Or what change that they have to stop from changing. Got it. <laughs> well, how do they know how to get things. back? Which how, is hardly how, very far ahead of the stone knives and tells, bear skins. He tells <laughs> he tells Jim, "I need five pounds of plutonium. No platinum. <laughs> no, platinum. Platinum. Yeah, <laughs> platinum. that's a lot of plutonium. Like, There's Kit and Kirk gets all." pissy on him. I got vegetables. I, you I don't have any fucking platinum, all right? I've been working hard all day. <laughs> Where did he get the money he for brought that? Home a job. large sausage. <laughs> a giant salami. Yes. <laughs> and a French roll. <laughs> That's yeah. how they did it in the 30s. Just hold it there. Just hold it there. Where did he get the money for we'll all that food? Hold it there. He stole from the poor. But also, listen, she says, I could get you work. Yeah, but then if you when they come back to the work, you see it's at the exact yeah. same mission. Yeah, she still do, <laughs> see it doesn't cover his eyebrows at all. Uh, You're right. Yeah, and nobody seems to. Yeah, work. don't they have he does like such a, a? He was like he's he does, Chinese. Well, he's Chinese. Chinese. Word spread fast. <laughs> I bet he could borrow an eyebrow pencil from that gal. Yeah. solve it right away. <laughs> so that was just generally accepted that Chinamen's yeah. eyebrow, I think it's eyebrows. More weird so that they have a mad scientist. No, he's gonna pluck. He's gonna there. figure it out. Oh, that's right. And then they. They, uh, they end up stealing this uh, this uh, oh these tools yeah clockworking right. set yeah wasn't that her first line oh I heard there was a Chinaman in town <laughs> <laughs> very well <laughs> very well that all adds up <laughs> fifty five cents an what was it fifty five cents an hour twelve cents an hour twenty two cents twenty two cents an hour there's a, eight cents an hour for your friend there's a moment later Ooh. on in the episode where. <laughs> Nimoy uh, takes over, where Spock takes over pouring coffee for the, oh, for yeah, the people yeah. that come in, and he does it with such a casualness that you would never think <laughs> Spock would actually have had he have to do something like that. Maybe if he's been here for three weeks and it's just like, yeah. fuck, I gotta do coffee again. <laughs> you how long he's acclimated. He's just compartmentalized other stuff in his brain. He's thinking about building this machine, so everything else can be very casual. I love it when they go to the trouble to wear a period dress, but the women always have whatever the current hairstyle is. (laughs) Also, I think the dress is kind of 60s as well. The cut is could pass, but I don't know. Mm. But again, like again, they they break into her basement. They say we're thieves, right? But because they tell her the truth, she lets them stay. She's like, here they're saying, oh yeah, sorry, we did steal that. But we're telling you the truth. So is, are we cool? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she also falls in love with him very quickly. Yes. 
She loves. She should love Spock. That I know. Be like a better triad. Well, they both pluck their eyebrows. <laughs> so wait, where they could share all the same accessories? Where is Bones and all this right now? He hasn't come yet. Okay, they jumped in a week Earlier. before ah. he is supposed to jump in, so they can stop him. They got their timing a little bit. I That's mean, they could have when you when you they, they could have done in. a day and not waited around in the city for a week wait, if they were able or after the word now if they were able to oh, if they were able to because three two one go, go? Yeah, <laughs> three two one. Or do we go? But it's on only one? it's only after they're there that it comes up with that whole thing about time being more of a current, right? So it's very likely that a McCoy would have been flushed into the same current as them. Mm. But I'm like, but they did that after they jumped. <laughs> what, what if they had it come to that conclusion? <laughs> they well, and like, like I said, at the time when they decide to jump, they are deciding to jump. A week ahead of time. Yeah. It's not that it randomly selects them. They There's decided the to choose to be there a week ahead of time. Why? <laughs> we'll get started. Why did they need to be there a week? <laughs> Adjust to the time zone. Yeah. Yeah, they had to figure out. Yeah, get over <laughs> yeah, the jet, jet lag. lag. <laughs> Is it, did they know it would take them that long to figure Imagine out what they needed the to change, what they needed to fix? Jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like, well, maybe Kirk was kind of like, uh, maybe I'll soil every girl on the ship. I, maybe, maybe there's some new tail. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need at least a week to nail somebody in the past, yeah. Spock. You got to give me time. I need to nail the only 10 in town. <laughs> and that's take to... At least a seven day lead. Yeah. That's a jaunty hat she's wearing. Mm-hmm. But that Look, is very 60s. It they is very wear hats well, like that in not. the 40s, did they? Or the, well, 30s? This is the 30s. This is 1930. Oh, okay. But also remember, the 30s look came back in the 60s because of Bonnie and Clyde, that 20s, uh, 30s look. So well, Bonnie, you might be seeing that sort of through the lens of the 60s, that style dress. Because it did fade down away. I'm glad we cracked that mystery. Of- yeah. I was going to bother me. <laughs> he still hasn't given those tools back. He said he would. <laughs> you know, I really do like the uh, the sort of uh, uh, costume analysis of Star Trek. <laughs> I, I, I think that you add a, a, a really pleasant <laughs> like angle to all this. Well, I'm also seeing it with fresh eyes. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is Spot's starting to put it together. Oh, yeah. Nerd. Uses a couple vacuum tubes. To see. I love. It always is the that every every Star Trek episode that centers around Kirk and Spock having to do something together is like a a noir detective story, Ooh. but where the detective is split into two people, mm. where Kirk does banging the hot chick yeah. that he has to deal with. <laughs> the charisma And Spock skills. does all of the actual detective work. Well, this is what happens like, when you min-max your characters. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Kirk is like, everything is charisma. Kirk's all charisma. <laughs> Spock's library use number. <laughs> yeah. But that's always, that's always the thing. It's like, all right, we got our duty. You figure out the problem, Spock. I'm going to have sex with the hot yeah. chick. I love, how, I love how the pass does dramatic pads up to uh, yeah, sure. necessary points of the newspaper. <laughs> Kirk's like, I banged six women today. I Uh-oh. haven't learned anything. How are you making out this box? <laughs> so look at all that colored fire. And then too. he gets all bitter at him when he hasn't figured anything out. He's like, I've been banging this chick all day. What, what the hell have you been doing, Spock? <laughs> you think I like banging <laughs> I'm doing this for us. <laughs> 
Uh, I had to go out and get her a loaf of bread and a sausage lighting. just so yeah. I could bang her later. The eye, the, the eye, yeah, there's a the there's, key lights on. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of eyesight light in this one. I have to say, Spock looks better in jeans. Yeah, just Spock saying. looks good. Anytime they put Nimoy in regular clothes, he looks good. In yeah, it. right. So there are all these um, skinny. There are all yeah. these stories about him also riding his bicycle around uh, places. He would ride it around the lot. That's to our keep new band name. Reliably uh, skinny. To get from place to place a uh, lot easier, but, but Leonard Nimoy and the reliably shape, skinny. Anyway. Everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, Kirk's wearing that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not as good as Spock though. Number Kirk two. just looks best in his captain's uniform. That's true. Red shirt. <laughs> I do like that there is always a point in, in uh, the third act of a Star Trek episode where they're like, they, they, they kind of reiterate the stakes. They go, hey, listen. You <laughs> what is the it? biggest the problem again? <laughs> well, like, we, you just come back from commercial. We, like, we, people we, are like, if, if you're turning over. And we've back, talked about this on the show before. That's what you get when you had a full 50 minutes to tell. To tell 30 a minutes story. of story. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have shots like, well, let's, what are we going to do now? Let's have a random let's hobo. Re- well, through the story. This, well, we through have two possibilities. <laughs> she's either going to die or she's going to be world famous. <laughs> yeah. People are, <laughs> get those people in that, hook those people that are turning over from after. Oh, this is tragic. Oh, this is tragic. So McCoy finally comes to us now. And oh, is this when he shows it, up? And is he in the back of that milk truck? <laughs> well, no, no, it's even more tragic. What's so going on with the milk truck? This delivery? guy here who, who, again, was eating at the 21st Street Mission and uh, and um, was worried, you know, like was bothered by the lecture, but he's doing it because he's got to eat. He's just stealing a bottle of milk here. When McCoy shows up, McCoy shows up with technology he doesn't understand, and this guy ends up killing himself with a phaser. <laughs> oh, it's boy. terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Right now, I would love to be able to retell this whole story from his point of view. <laughs> this is the tragic end. I he guarantee you. This is the real story. story. I guarantee yeah. you there is a fanfic with that exact <laughs> that. premise somewhere on the internet. Well, first, he, first he spills his milk. <laughs> he drops his milk. Yeah, he drops the milk. The biography of this guy. And I love that. So, so he he's still shouting murderers and assassins where again he thought they were up in the ship oh so man he beams down. right right to get away from them and now that he's found other ones That's three cents worth of milk i will kill you don't run <laughs> i won't kill you I love yeah that. he looks That's like he's got leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> i never met a killer that didn't tell me don't run yeah. <laughs> Uh, a dress looks highly flammable. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, again, yeah, it, it is. Polyester was big and old. Tragic that that this is like she is like the most like optimistic, you know, like like there's good in man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the, her, the whole the, the way whole, yeah. the whole speech she gives yeah. is about if we are good to each other, we'll be able to break all these technology. We'll be able to soar to space and, yeah, yeah, and split yeah. the and all these things. And then the show says. Nope. She's well, wrong. again, wrong. The show doesn't say that. The show just says in this particular moment. And that's what I think is so interesting about Star Trek. I do like those really complicated decisions, right? That there, there there's the foresight of uh, the 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 hindsight of knowledge, of of history, but also sort of this understanding of okay, every moment is complicated, but the large currents of history will move us to a positive place. 
Sure. And that's, and that's come up with a lot of different episodes, and I always think that's really interesting. So you, sometimes tragic, horrible things have to happen. In order for, right. Right. But, the, but, I, but my point is, is that her whole, the reason why her dying is necessary is so that the pacifist <laughs> oh, yeah, movement yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. doesn't get the Does U.S. It, involved exactly, in World War II. Exactly, that they need World War II to be able to have the Federation. Yeah. Of course, they also don't consider that the world could have been a better place. Well, that, and it's the existence of the Enterprise and all that crew that probably is screwing up a very nice Right, life. right, right. <laughs> Plus, they're not trying to change the world. They're just trying to make him less crazy, right? They're not trying to change the world. They're trying to protect their own reality. Yeah. Which is very selfish of them. Well, I think we're all, all given at least some license to protect our own reality. Absolutely. Absolutely. But they, they don't even consider, I mean, just look oh at my him. God, look, if she survives, <laughs> pacifism happens on this planet, maybe, everything's great. Maybe we shouldn't exist. Yeah. Maybe all the yeah. things that we end up with happen a century ahead exactly, of time. Exactly. They don't know They don't ever think about the moral quandary of, they only, they're, it's all... Selfish reasoning is wearing why they want to keep this. Well, we all we all know Kirk is a solid system. That's why you know something's wrong. Oh, is this when he kills himself? Yeah, so he, he's he's patting him down for more money, and then he finds... <laughs> he's wearing the, a pinky ring? But see, this is also a commentary on just the, you know, the nature of man, and, oh, like, yeah. you, 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 you come to a bad end. If no, you exactly. I, again, it also, it's that, it's like... I'm going to push all these buttons. It's like, I don't know what this is. I'm curious about it. It's one of those newfangled electric razors. Yeah. It is. It's a flip phone. And it's know. a vaporizer. I, I, I watched this yesterday and I kind of felt a little oh, pang no. of sadness Boy, when. Yes. And he just sort of. Yeah, it ceases to exist. Uh, oh, wow. it, wait, did it destroy the phaser as well? Uh, it must have. <laughs> <laughs> that seems what like. What button on the phaser does that? It's I mean, that's a very dangerous yeah. button. <laughs> there yeah. only seem to be it's two the buttons. It's the, the only. Oh they can only Look at bat the out the whole in this image place. of the band. Oh yeah, a lot of <laughs> lot of light bulbs. He's got he's all, a lot what, of Well, the last one burned up, so I added more light bulbs, Kirk. Hey. <laughs> I, mean, I said we need more light bulbs. Yeah, I, they're they're supposed to be vacuum tubes, but they look remarkably <laughs> like light bulbs. Captain, I'm a fan of the classic Earth film, Real Genius. <laughs> <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've made a dwelling to appear. So, speaking of too close for comfort, what does this remind you of of season <laughs> five? Just trying to get more too close for comfort. Oh, you want to talk. bring us back to too close for comfort? <laughs> <laughs> How many seasons were there of too close for comfort? I, don't, I honestly couldn't tell. What's you. Ted Knight up to these days? Long he's dead. been, he's been long, dead a long, long time. Oh, no. dead for I was watching uh, Caddyshack the other day. Oh, nice film. He <laughs> he's been dead so for twenty five years. <laughs> I missed the memo on that. Uh, one. So, so I not long ago, uh, Claire and I watched all of the Mary Tyler Moore episodes, all seven seasons. That's a lot. That's a great show. Yeah, that's a really great. show. Show. We've talked about doing other shows like that. We talked me and me and Matt have talked about doing a, a podcast about the Dick Van Dyke show. I would watch that. That would be okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think you prefer here, the later Mary the Tyler. Where, where, yeah, exactly. Where, where, where Nimoy comes in. To start oh my off. god! It's like, oh yeah, I want to be very close to you, and I want to touch these things on your body, even I know. though I don't know what they are. And there he is. And there's a uh, spot going. Oh, no one's serving coffee. There's a backup here. I'm gonna coffee. I got you coffee. <laughs> Move along, Mac. It's like let's get this. We gotta get this line going, folks. We, these these boys need some coffee. Keep your peepers off my Java, see. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, did every movie that Paramount make have huge crowd scenes? Yes. <laughs> well, what's really funny is that uh, someone told me that like a lot of these studios, they would like film a lot of kind of the stock footage for films before they made them, and then the film would get canceled. And that's why they had yeah, all of this stuff. Of, oh, yeah. yeah, got you. And that's how, uh, remember, remember G.J. made that film out of Roger Corman's stock footage for that Vietnam film? Oh, <laughs> the, the video <laughs> game one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So all that footage was because, because uh, Roger Corman had it, and uh, G.J. made the film out of it. Ah. That's we, right. Speaking of that, we were watching Death Race 2050. We watched a little bit. Of I Death watched Race the whole 20. thing. Oh, we could you only watched get, the whole we thing. We could only get through about 15 minutes. Dude, it That's gets better. And there's impressive. this great scene in it in which uh, a, uh, uh, the, the female lead walks into the Bechdel bar and has a Bechdel test conversation. That's, that's Dude, be. it was brilliant. I loved it. I thought it was great. I think you should give the whole thing a chance. Oh, wow. We watched about 20 minutes. Yeah, we, uh, it's we, pretty, I mean, again, it's pretty awful, but if you know it's awful going in. Well, we knew it was awful going hang in. Hang on for the ride. It seemed, wor- it did not seem awful. It was worse. In, it was in bad the right in ways. ways that were. It wasn't fun bad. Okay, everybody listening bad. right now, watch 2050, <laughs> Death Race 2050, and, and judge for yourself. There you go. It, it is on Netflix. Netflix. So, uh, let's go back to Star Trek. Um, yeah, I'm bummed well, out actually, that McCoy got, caused World War II to go I, the other way. Uh, <laughs> if you guys will give me a moment here, I've got a little quiz I'd like to to give Lewis. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I don't know, dude. Um, and it's other been a long people time can play since along as well. Any of these Star Trek Hopefully episodes. I can read it in the dark. But so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some episode titles. Oh God! And I want you to tell me if it's from original series, oh. Next Generation. Or D Space Nine. Oh, wow, that's interesting. That's nice. All right, I, I love a I good panty this, line. Okay, I'll so try. We're, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> give it a go. I think you'll get a, quite a few. I, I okay, mean, okay. So first one, uh, Mirror Mirror. That is a original series episode. Yes. Do we know which one that is? Uh, yeah, I, I, if, if you give me like a little time, that, I could probably pull together the plot. It's the it's the evil universe. Evil, yeah, yeah, evil, Kirk. It's, it's the, evil yeah. Kirk, evil Spock, Spock in a goatee. One one zero zero one zero zero one. That is the second episode of the next generation, okay. I believe. Right? Well, it's We're, not second. Oh, it's not second, episode, but it's later next, on. Next generation, next generation, which is the first season of the next generation. First season, yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's the they meet that that race that can only speak binary, uh, yeah, binary code, right? Through the looking glass, <laughs> uh, through the looking glass. Mm. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh, isn't it D Space Nine episode when they reference Mirror Mirror? That is exactly what it is. Ooh, my wow. God! I can't believe I got that. Oh, Far beyond the stars. Ah, oh, oh, wow! This one, I know this one. You know this one? I do. Uh, I'm gonna guess next generation, but I don't know why. It's it's Deep Space Nine, and it's the one where it's set in the 50s and Cisco. Oh, when he goes back and dies, he's a writer of the science fiction show. Well, they're all. Well, they all are. Oh, yeah, yeah. They all. Well, he specifically is a science fiction writer for a. uh, He creates the story. Nine, right? And And then what I will say in what was the made my I almost shit my pants. The episode where he goes where where he goes to. the the planet. To Did find. you really almost hit your pants? <laughs> I like almost, how close it was, was it? It's pretty close. Thirty <laughs> percent. It's, it's the episode of Space Nine where he goes to find the basis. prophets uh, <laughs> uh, cube, whatever the hell those yeah, things yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right, he, and they and and he has the flash where he is that guy yeah, yeah. in the 
insane asylum. The yeah. Orb. And he has the written all over the wall. Yeah, yeah. The story of these. Uh, dude, these I loved nine. That was and a I great was like, episode. No, no, fuck you. You're not doing that to me. This has not all been in <laughs> some dream. crazy yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm like, oh, thank God they didn't do it. I was like, but oh, my God. It was God. a great It episode. was a great moment. Oh, oh it was yeah. awesome. Okay, back to Oh, kissing. Wow. Calm down. Remember, I guess you were also highly energized. He saves her. He saves her now. That is the most excited I've seen. Anyway, when we get to Deep Space time. Nine, I'm going to be very excited. I love. Oh, that dude, show. I love that show. Here we go. Next one, the it's Dauphin. The best one for sure. Oh, the Dauphin was a original series episode. It was that guy who collected all of those uh, uh, like people and zoo. Wrong. <gasps> no. Next generation. It's the episode oh. I like to call Wesley gets a boner. Ooh. So Colin oh, Bones it, has a bad day. <laughs> what's, what, what's the episode? Of the, then I'm, then what I'm thinking of is the. Is the episode of the next uh, the original series where that guy's like collecting things? What's the Dufan? What's the story of the Dufan? The, well, they're, they're like there's some princess that they bring on board that changes into like that has like a a monster that oh, really? she's with, and uh, she her and Wesley fall in love. It's, for, like it's like a, first season. Is there like that an episode terrible. of the next gener- uh, the original series that's called like the Marquis or something like that? Well, there's that, the Squire of Gothos. That's what I was ah, thinking of. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. That- we, we, we watched that one. All right. Next one. Friday's Child. Ooh. I. <laughs> no idea. I'll that's guess a, the next generation. That is a hard one, actually. Uh, I'm going to guess the original series. It is original series. Ah. And I think I'm going to. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say Child of Superpowers. I don't know. Yeah. Child of Superpowers. No, the Charlie X. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Let's see. Which of these three Star Trek plots could it be? Yeah, exactly. All I have to do is think of the four. Child the better, actually, it's a Klingon episode. No. They, 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 uh, the, oh, it's the one where they go to the planet that's like a warlike planet, and the one, the, the, the queen is pregnant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they oh, kind of right. side with the Klingons. Right? That's right. Duet. I know which one that is. Oh, uh-huh. wow. That's, that's Well, he good. looks like he had access to an eyebrow pencil. It, yeah, he it, looks a lot better <laughs> now. D-Space 9. Yeah. And then which episode is it, Matt? It's the one. Uh, the only reason I know this is because I just recently, recently watched, all, re-watched of all of Deep Space Nine. No, I haven't Nine. seen Deep Space Nine like, since within the last, Within the last year or so, I rewatched the <laughs> yeah. whole thing. So a lot of it is still pretty yeah, fresh. Duet. Uh, Duet's the one where uh, they capture a Bajoran... Uh, war criminal who was like a traitor to the Bajorans during the Cardassian occupation and the reason it's called duet is because most of the episode is like uh, it's just Kira uh, and him in the, in, in, in the prison, right, in talking the prison back and forth. Cell, oh yeah, I remember that one. Oh, that's really good. She's that's trying good to get episode. him to admit that it's him. They don't. Right, they can't right. prove that it's him, but they yeah, think it's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of really cool D Space Nine episodes that were sort of about kind of like the consequences of war. I don't know who shot. I thought that was great. To be uh, the nth yeah. degree. <laughs> it's got your name on it. It doesn't sound like a original series. I'm going to say it's Next Generation. It is Next Generation. That's Barkley gets super smart. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that episode. Oh, that's a good one. Journey to Babel. Oh oh oh! Here, whoa, there sorry. it oh, yeah, oh, oh, Let's go goes. back to that. Right. But, yeah, yeah yeah, we can get back to it. But here it is. She's about to step into the street. And, yeah. But Kirk has to decide and he lets to her, let he her. Stops. Oh, wow. And that's just how easy it is. 
And I love how she is look at, look absolutely oblivious <laughs> There's a truck. that there is a massive truck. Because she's so drunk right now. She's such a hypocrite. Well, she's just so high on love, man. It's like love will kill you. Love and uh, bourbon. Yes, yeah. those are the two things that she's high on. Look at Shatner. She's she doing this is what I was. Remember back when we were talking about the original, uh, the original Pike, Pike uh-huh. and how he was like Shatner's a very emotional actor. Like that guy could never have pulled off what Shatner just did sure. in that scene. Like, yeah, and then that they is just true. Get back and they don't explain how they get back. Right, right. Is there one of those things, one of those gateways <laughs> yeah. for them to jump through on um, uh, in yeah. that area? <laughs> yeah, where is that? Thing, anyway? <laughs> it's kind of conspicuous. <laughs> And anyways, uh, <laughs> oh, wow, that was that is a big hand wave right there on the whole. I feel like they use the exact same shot of Ahura. They only took one shot of Ahura, <laughs> and every time kept... they just dropped her in. Um, so uh, sorry, I'm, 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 just like, I'm sorry, of, guys. I really would love to hear more of these episodes. All right, here we go. Yeah, Next yeah. one, Journey to Babel. Journey Babel was a uh, God. It feels like a, a Next Generation episode. Anybody else? It's the it's the original series one where you, Spock's dad shows up. Sarek, yeah. Oh, it's a first Sarek episode? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm terrible uh, at this game. Lower decks. Oh, that was a uh, that was a next generation episode in which uh, they were looking at like the ensigns, yes. kind of having other things, yep. and, they, and they kind of bounce back and, and forth. And the Bajoran them. ensign goes with the Cardassian. Yeah, yeah directed yeah. by Eyes. Joseph yeah. Pevney. Mm-hmm. Very written by, by Harlan Allison. Uh, here we go. Uh, the Siege of AR-558. It sounds like okay. a Deep Space Nine episode for it some is. reason. Yeah. Uh, it is. It <laughs> is. Do you remember which one? Uh, it must have been in the, in the Dominion War because... It's during the, the war and they're... I forget the plot of it, but they're like on a planet and... Is it the Jim Hadar? Yes, there's a there's like a there's like a, 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 a platoon. There's like a platoon of Starfleet people that have been down there for, for like yeah, years. Yeah, they're yeah, way yeah. longer than they're supposed and to they be. Keep, they're waiting to get and, rotated right, out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, Cisco, they they Cisco, he goes against orders to stay and right. help them. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, let that be your last battlefield. You really decided <laughs> to choose extremely uh, <laughs> obscure title names here. These are all very popular episodes. I'm sure they were popular episodes. Um, oh, my God. Uh, say it well, again? It couldn't be too obvious. Say it again? No Let that be your last battlefield. <laughs> that title sounds like this used to be our playground. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it's Next Generation because I can't imagine an original series having Anybody? Battlefield in the title. It, it's. I think it's original series, but I can't remember what it it's is. About. The original series oh, with really? uh, the white black face guy. Oh, it's that guy. That's that's, that's what that what episode called? is called. The Riddler. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep, yeah, the Riddler. Yeah, Jeez, totally. Sins of the Father. That should be. You should be know that would very easily. Uh, you love that storyline. I probably know the episode very very well, but um, Sins of the Father. Don't know by title. I don't know if I, it, it, I'm sure it's a um, the next generation. That's my guess. It's not a Deep Space Nine. It is next generation. It's, it's a Worf it's, episode. It's, the, it? it's when Worf's brother. It's when Tony Todd shows oh, up for the first time. Dude. Oh, I love I love Tony Todd. I love him playing Worf's brother. Tapestry. 
Not the Carol King album. Mid seventies, Laurel Canyon. That Laurel Canyon sound. Yeah, I know what it is. It's it's the it's the it's the Next Generation episode where Kurt where Picard. Um, uh, it has to kind of relive part of his past. Yes, right? yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. No, I love it. And then, get, and then he becomes then he, he gets by stabbed, not getting stabbed. By not getting stabbed, he becomes, he becomes, becomes like a like science a, officer. Exactly. Yeah. It's no... actually a lot like the episode we just watched. <laughs> it's a lot about like the decisions you make in the past. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. What happens? You should be a warlike and asshole. Being, and the only that, way to be to, to succeed in this world is, is to, to be, be a, yeah, exactly. Too. A piece of the action. That's 30s gangster Kirk and Spock dressed up yeah, in yeah, 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 pinstripe yeah, yeah, yeah. suits. Yeah, with a yeah. big tay back in that episode, right? Wasn't he did running around? Yes. Big tay back played a gangster in that episode? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Hard time. That's a good one. You'll like that yeah. one. Yeah. Hard times. Hard time. Hard time. Uh, must have, I'm sure. Should I just go ahead and answer? Prison of episode. <laughs> oh, was it was it Colmini when Colmini yes. goes back and yes. and, and, yep, and lives an entire life in a prison? Where he's in the virtual years. prison for 20 years. Yes, he's a virtual prison for 20 years, and then they never again reference the fact that he's got like 20 years of prison. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He bounces back really, really right, well. Uh, yeah, the very next episode in Purgatory Shadow. Oh my God, uh, Purgatory Shadow. Matt knows all these. It's Babylon you? Five, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I slipped in an Enterprise yeah, just to fuck with you. <laughs> Purgatory Shadow. Uh, I don't know. Is it his uh, original series episode? Uh, Matt, I, I don't know. I think Deep Space Nine. It is Deep Space Nine. What you what season? Ep- I don't know what the episode is. Five. Oh, oh, it's oh. the one where uh, Garrick gets the gets the message from. Uh, <gasps> From uh, his old, from his dad, from his dad, from the oh, not his dad, wow, no, from no, no, his, no. his Inbrintain. Yeah, it's when yeah. Inbrintain he gets oh, the yeah, yeah, who's yeah, still yeah. in the Alpha, who's still in the Gamma Quadrant. Right, 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 right. Oh, that one. Uh, what's that? Yeah, the, one of my favorite D Space Nine episodes is the one where um, where uh, Cisco really needs that ship to be exploded and he goes to Garrick to complain about it and Garrick makes it happen and at the, at the very end of it he's like going what did you do he's like going you came to me because of what I do so don't blame me <laughs> for you deciding right and of course and then and then at the very end Cisco erases his captain's log yeah 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 oh it's a brilliant episode yeah 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 alright the next oh, one uh, the mark of that Gideon that is a great episode Pale Moonlight is that when that one's called is it called Pale Moonlight uh, in the Pale Moonlight well the whole episode is all told from him telling the story telling in the, oh that's order. right that's right yeah and yeah telling it into end, his he, he tells the recruit, captain's he log erases. yeah yeah oh it's so good, it's good oh, let's end one. this episode so that we can well <laughs> we're almost done with the quiz there's only a few more so let's just finish the mark of Gideon the mark of Gideon we did like 20 minutes before we started and now we've done 20 minutes since the episode i kind of feel like it's, it's weird it's like i feel like i know a lot of the episodes i just never knew what they were, they were called. called right the mark of gideon uh i don't know uh, original series it's original series uh it's yeah oh it's the one it's the it's the it's the uh it's the overpopulation episode where they go to the planet oh yeah and yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah so many people there it's that one <laughs> Uh, uh, they, they had that, 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 that really cool way of showing you it. Guys, there were where like it was through so a window. Yeah. They would just have they through just had a window and they like just had people walking. like walk back and forth. And you see, clearly saw <laughs> the same, same person. They just walking walk back, back yes. and forth. It's like eight people walking back and oh, forth because it's great. Oh, it's great. great. Yeah, that, that's the episode. You guys, there were so many people. <laughs> conundrum. <laughs> uh, conundrum. Um, I don't know. Next generation? It is. Anybody have a guess as to what it's about? Uh, 
Is that the one where they are in the time loop? Or is it the one where the guy shows up and he's an alien, but he pretends to be part of the crew? And uh, can't remember. Everyone just thinks he's always been there. Let me look. Oh, yeah, like he finds it a false timeline. Yeah. I like how you just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name like four plots from... Uh... I'm just going to name plots. <laughs> well, there's all the time travel. I'm kind of understanding now that I don't really know the names of Star Trek. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm realizing now, like... <laughs> I have a weird mind for That's okay. Like that. Yeah. There, there's some of them where you clearly know sure. the name yeah. of the episode, I but can, I think yeah. as a, a, a majority of them, I don't I, think... Oh, I, I can't find it. We'll just have to go with you or your guest. Okay, <laughs> there one, we go. I do know what this one's about. Blood Oath. It's got to be a Worf episode. It's got to be a blue. Like it's got to be a next, next generation, generation episode. It is a DS9 episode, oh. and it's not about Worf. It's about the three Klingon, old Klingons. <gasps> oh, they go off and they and with they, that, with, oh, they end up killing the albino yep, uh, yep, Klingon. Yep. Oh, dude. Oh my god. Well, where they got the three actors? They got William yeah, Campbell. Yeah, they, yeah. All the three, the three the original uh, Klingon and, yeah. and they play themselves as old Klingons, and they go to yeah. That's, that's we used that's to have no ridges and. Well, that, that's the triple yeah, episode. Got ridges, buddy. <laughs> oh boy! I have so much to look forward. All right. To. Well, you, yeah. I think since we finished the quiz, let's go ahead and end this. Look uh, forward my name is to Sean. Is maybe an exaggeration. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Aaron. Philippe. I'm Lewis. Man, have a good night.